morning. I'm going to go try to kind of stick to the script here, but I'm going to go off a little bit this morning, so just uh, pray that I don't stumble and brumble around too much. But um, I went for a walk last night in the field behind our house, and I was out there about the time that the, the sun was going down, and I was able to stand up there, and, and I saw the sun go behind the hills, and, and the thought uh, came to my mind as I stood there that one of these days, there's going to be a final sunset. The sun's going to go down upon this world, and the Lord is going to bring an end to this all. And uh, my thoughts were that I want to be found working for the Lord uh, before uh, before that end comes, that I, I'm a faithful servant, that I would be the one who is willing to proclaim the truth of of the righteousness of God and His salvation to those who who don't know Him and who have, I believe, very little time to to wait around because the sun's going to go down soon. So I'm also uh, this morning was was uh, wanting to read from Revelation, uh, the book of Revelation, chapter five, and and uh, it speaks of those those end things those those times where the sun is setting and the Lord is, is bringing forth His kingdom. And so I um, just want to read some of the thoughts that I had from Revelation 5. And, and um, <clears throat> as I was thinking about this, this portion of Scripture, you know, there's a song that we sing here, Is He Worthy? I know that it's a, a song of a uh, source of hope and comfort, and it conveys the realities of who is in control and even... Uh, when the darkness seems to grow all around us, uh, we still can have confidence in this God that is our Savior and our salvation. And and I was, I was thinking of that song, um, I was trying to really understand what the Scripture said about this particular particular portion of the Scripture, obviously, uh, to try to help to understand, you know, what we were singing about. So I'm going to read uh, Revelation chapter 5, and then eventually I'll read some of chapter 6. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals, and I saw a mighty angel proclaim, proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, and which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls, bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom 
and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne the living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in earth and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. And so I was, as I was reading that, I had some questions. And, and uh, one of those questions was, what was the significance of the scroll and what does it symbolize? So from what I can understand in my limited study of this and understand this is a limited study and, and um, I'm not a qualified teacher. I'm just trying to, to understand uh, from what I, can, what I can read. The scroll that is sealed uh, would have been familiar to its readers. The contemporaries of John would have understood it to be an official legal document. It is a document of judgment. And there is evidence to back this up when you look at scriptures like Daniel 7. And I'm not going to read these. You can look these up on your own. Daniel 7, 9 through 10, Ezekiel 2, 8 through 10, Isaiah 29, 11 through 12. And only those who have the proper authority are able to break its seals to reveal its content and carry out the instructions given inside. Another question was, why does John weep? I believe John sees the mess the world is in and it deeply distresses him that no one is found to remedy the terrible situation and rule the world with righteousness and truth. No no one was found worthy to open the scroll that unfolds the righteous judgment of God to bring an end to the wickedness on the earth and relieve the persecution and suffering of God's people. John's distress was eventually relieved because there was one found who was worthy to break the seals and reveal its contents, Jesus, the Lamb of God. Jesus will proceed to break the seals and put into motion those things that must happen in order for him to take back the rightful ownership of this world and establish his kingdom where his people will rule with him. As great and glorious as all of that sounds, there is also an element of terror found as Jesus breaks the seal to unfold this plan. Let's look at chapter 6 briefly, uh, starting with verse 12. When he opened the sixth seal, I looked, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth. The full moon became like blood, and the stars of the sky fell to the earth as the fig tree shed its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. The sky vanished like a scroll that is being rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth and the great ones and the generals and the rich and the powerful and everyone slave and free hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling to the mountains and rocks, fall on us, hide us from the face of him who is seated on the, fr- on the throne from the wrath of the lamb where the great day of their wrath has come and who can stand. Now, I don't know about you, but there was a time where if I would have, <laughs> where I, 
If I would have opened up the book of Revelation and read it, there was terror. But my terror was relieved when I looked upon the Son of God, the, the Lord Jesus, who bore my sin and shame. And now when the end comes, I'm not going to be the one who's calling on the rocks to follow me to hide from the face of the Lord who is going to come in His wrath. And, and I thank God for that. And I pray that uh, anyone here today who, who hears these words and there is a sense of terror that you would call upon the Lord. So uh, today, my earnest desire is that, that uh, we would be willing to share the truth with others and that uh, the Word of God is proclaimed this morning and that uh, there is a sense of, sense of urgency to call upon the Lord for those who don't, who don't know Him and have not trusted upon Him. So, so let's go to the Lord in prayer and, and give thanks this morning. Lord, we thank You so much, God, that You have given us this day and that You have given us Your Word. You have given us a great and glorious hope, God, of a future with You where we will reign in Your kingdom with You forever in Your presence you will be the light that lights the day, Lord. Uh, there will be no need for the sun because you will be our light, Lord. And we, we thank you, Father, uh, for the gift of Christ Jesus uh, that is the assurance of our salvation, that is the very cornerstone, Lord, of, of our faith. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to worship you this morning. I pray, Lord, that uh, you would equip us, equip us, Lord, strengthen us, help us to be uh, found as those who are are doing the good work, God, when you return, uh, Lord, that uh, we understand the great gift that you've given us, Lord, and that we're willing, Lord, to share with others. So, Father, I pray that your word goes forth today and that you are glorified above all, be glorified in Jesus' name, amen.